Welcome to the Intesa San Paolo Talks. Hello and welcome to another episode in our Intesa San Paolo Talks podcast series. This time we're at Intesa San Paolo's annual Novathon event, which is back in Budapest, the city where it started four years ago as a hackathon. This year it's transformed itself into a sort of regional conference showcasing the latest thinking in technology and innovation in finance. We're here to meet the conference's keynote speaker, the man who co-founded Apple, Steve Wozniak. We'll be hearing from him in a minute, but first I've been speaking to Dr. Paul Simak, the chief executive and chairman of CIB Bank, the Hungarian arm of Intesa San Paolo, and the host of this Novathon event. And I began by asking him what Novathon is all about. Novathon um, has gone through an evolution. It used to be an event where uh, young developers and uh, startups had a chance to really develop brand new ideas and innovations for the banking sector in a 24-hour programming marathon. And now it was redesigned to be more of a form for information exchange, where speakers, thought leaders, developers come together to exchange ideas about the future of technology, how it will disrupt change the financial services industry. And this Novathon event has created this environment for such uh, knowledge transfer and information sharing to happen. With the speedy change in the evolution of uh, how fast innovation is disrupting and changing uh, the world, I think a lot more dialogue and a lot more thinking and information sharing is needed because there's so much going on, it's becoming increasingly difficult to figure out what the next big trend will be, who the best players are in what segment. And I think with these kind of uh, interactions, I think this knowledge sharing, information sharing is key that the industry as a whole can benefit the most from this situation. How good do you think the banking sector globally is about dealing with digital, becoming more digital, disruption, etc.? I think the banks, if you think about it, are technology companies to start with. They have huge uh, mainframe systems, old systems, and basically banking was always a technology-driven industry. What has changed is the speed of which this technology is transforming the way that customers want to be served. And if I look at the transformations that the banking sector has done, I think the banks are doing a good job at adapting partially because they're forced by the customers to give them the same experience that they see and feel on different channels, whether it comes to music or shopping or any kind of service. So banking is also required to change. Banks also have the benefit of choosing who they partner with. So becoming an innovation uh, leader is not about innovating yourself, but picking the best innovation partners for you to go down that path with. And I think banks have noticed that and there are major strategic partnerships that are happening, which I think are, and banks are very good at creating these partnerships. Yeah, because, because it's a challenge, isn't it? Because, you know, if you look at who people trust, particularly young people, it's not banks, it's, it's, it's you know, Facebook, Google, Instagram and, and all that lot. Yes, I think that uh, uh, today's uh, millennials and, and, uh, and younger uh, generations have the trust coming from everyday use of certain products, instruments. Banks, I think it is a necessity and it's some, even the millennials are beginning to use it. They do not have the daily or the uh, regular interaction, but I think the banks, by providing an experience that is very similar to what a Facebook or an Amazon is doing, can also make the customers more comfortable with banking type of mobile applications. And a, a final thought, what does it say about Novathon and perhaps CIB and uh, uh, Intesa San Paolo that you've managed to attract 
Steve Wozniak to come and talk here today. I think uh, this is a, a great testament to the fact that uh, we're doing a good job in pushing the boundaries of innovation. We are facilitating an environment where knowledge sharing is, is the key focus. And I think the two elements of being it also in Budapest, Hungary, which is a location which is very ideal for such type of innovative events, and the fact that Steve Wozniak has chosen to come uh, to Hungary and for specifically this Novathon event is a great uh, testament to the fact that we are on the right track. So that was Paul Simak. So talking of Steve Wozniak, he's here now, fresh from uh, wowing a thousand plus fintech people on a stage. Thank you very much for having us. Do we call you Steve, Mr. Wozniak, Woz? What do we, what do we call you? All of those are just fine. They're all equal to me. I think the sort of first thing I wanted to ask you is about sort of the speed of technology. You, you and I guess we're roughly the same age, have lived through an extraordinary period of change and it's getting faster, I think. Is it going to carry on getting faster? Is it sort of a wider thing, that, a wider version of Moore's Law or something? We always say that, but the funny thing is, from the, the start of personal computers on, people have been saying the same thing. Change is so fast. And I just wonder if it always, because we're always, we have a lot of people out there in the world that are creating a little different thing, something new that we didn't have before, and that ability came into play. I don't see it ending now, especially with the Internet of Things, so I think we're going to still feel fast change for a long time. Also, companies that get control of things hire people whose job it is to see how does it work, and that means their job is they change things that don't really change how it works, but where buttons are and how hidden it is and what the interface is, and that's bothersome too. So we notice a lot of the change, mostly in bothersome ways, but new people that come on. I'm a new person. I've never had a smartphone. I get a smartphone. Oh, it's so clever how they thought everything out. They haven't gone through that fast change yet, so it's usually an older audience that sees it. I wonder if it's just always been part of life, even before digital technology. I wonder if just new products coming out is what seems like, wow, change that's faster than I could have imagined and faster than I can keep up with. I just remember, though, in the old days, you just owned something like a vacuum cleaner. You put it into into a closet and it lasted for 40 years and it didn't change, you know, and you had a chair and sofa and it lasted in your home forever and ever. So it's really the digital world where more of the change happens than ever before. Has it always been, do you think, a force for good, technology and change? Nobody ever starts anything intending, oh, I'm going to use it for bad. I don't think that starts out. Here are the good aspects of it. And everything that has some bad and good has some good. So, of course, you always focus on what is the good. The t what bothers me is, to me, the most important good in the world is truth. And if you hide a lot of how your company and your products really work from people, to me, that's a bad. That's not good for the world at all. You're doing bad things. Or you would espouse, here's exactly what we're doing with the data we get from you. You would say it if you believe it's good. Of course, you tell everybody we're only using it for good. Well, tell us how. The thing that everybody talks about at the moment is AI, artificial intelligence. Having read what you've written and said over the past, I wonder whether your views have swung backwards and forwards on it. Where, where are you at the moment? I believe that I started thinking about AI long before other people, way back to uh, 19, early 1960s, I actually thought about it in depth. The human brain versus technology, could we ever get there? How, in the, how does a human mind develop and how does that relate to computer development and uh, and never ever close in my mind was it and then the singularity concept came along and I like to buy into exponential curves because you don't see a change until it happens and maybe it's going to happen and these machines will really train themselves and teach themselves and be intelligent and I was into that mode for a few years and then I backed away because I'm sorry we claim that we're going to make a brain but we don't know how the brain works we do not know how it's structured and wired maybe it's just too complex for us to know these things but um 
uh, we've never spoken about a machine being intuitive in heaven. What should I do? That just a, a dreamy thought, you know, and and art and creativity is very artificial and just doesn't pass the human standards. If machines ever did get creative and had consciousness, it would, they, they would know their own kind more than us humans. It could be cleverer than us in other ways. It doesn't have to be like a brain. It could be clever in a different way, couldn't it? No, only clever in ways that we decided to make a machine be clever in. We'll, 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 train, we'll train a machine to play a billion games of chess. Uh, no human being could play a billion games of chess and remember everything you know, all along. So it's just the fact that computers are faster than humans doesn't make them smarter. It's a different thing. What about this concentration of power in big tech companies? The concentration of power in the big companies, they don't have to be technology companies per se, is a bigger worry to me than to most people because I grew up always believing in equality, not wanting to even treat one party as having power over others. That's a form of slavery. You know, and really a lot of what we get in today's gig economy is another type of slavery. Pay enough people so, so low money they can barely subsist, you know, and can't even live within four hours of where they're working um, because then we at the top are going to become the richest people in the world. It's, it, so it's a problem, and the power gets abused, and it gets abused in the wrong way. It doesn't say the people who are using this, the lower downs are more important. No, it says the higher ups are more important, and everybody is trained for business and entrepreneurship to think that way. I just grew up thinking very much the opposite and uh, caring and not wanting to be that way. So, so I oppose it and I see a lot of the abuse and I hope that it gets cut, cut down, reduced here and there. Not, you know, not, it's not a hundred percent thing, zero or a hundred percent, but uh, the, the gray scale decisions have been made in the right area in most cases so far. Have we ended up where you, uh, well so far ended up where you thought we would 30 years ago? <laughs> 30 years ago, 40 years ago, uh, the amount of memory that held one song cost a million dollars. We've gone far beyond what I ever could have imagined in low-cost solutions that go so far in the world. The, the internet was going to come, cellular was going to come, that broadband was going to come. We didn't foresee this, no. You just sort of, uh, you just sort of, there. Now, some people actually did make predictions 20 to 30 years ago that turned out very accurate. Final, slightly personal question. You once said that you would like to meet Socrates and talk to him about luck. Do you feel you've been lucky? Oh, I feel luck's a big part of it. I feel luck is, luck is greater than any superpower. I mean, if they shoot a bullet, it just misses you if you're lucky. Uh, Socrates, I think, believed that we think we know a lot that we don't really know. We just get out there and pretend we know how to profess a bunch of things we've learned and to act intelligent, but that's not real intelligence. And I think he would have seen that you know, uh, luck just determines who winds up in positions of power to be able to claim that they are even brighter. Thank you. The Intesa San Paolo Talks. So that was Steve Wozniak, and uh, the man responsible for getting him to come to Novathon this year, and the man sort of responsible for Novathon itself is Maurice Lisi, who is the head of multi-channel and CRM for Intesa San Paolo. And as the event this year winds down. I've caught up with him. He's with me now. Maurice, uh, it's been a great day, right? It was an incredible day. It's incredible. Something that you can never forget. It's changed then over the years. As we were talking to Paul earlier, it's come, been a hackathon and now it's become a sort of bigger conference with a well, plus of a thousand people here. Do you think that's a sort of sign of the way that digital banking has matured? We made a, an hackathon, an hackathon in three years in the row, and it was uh, a great format because it gave us the opportunity to understand how startups or coders are working. But when you want to go on the next level, you should increase 
who are the level that you are engaging people. That is the reason we decided to not invest anymore on Hackathon, at least for this year, and to focus completely on the open conference, fully dedicated for innovation. And has your job, has that changed a lot in the last few years? You know, I have to tell you something. When we are doing Novaton, it's just a job, a funny job that we are doing on top of our regular job, because we are motivated by passion. What changed recently, in, at least in the last three years in our job, that we have to focus more and more and more on delivery quality. For a long time, uh, uh, delivering a, a simple mobile banking was a great story. Now it's not good enough. So you should reinvent how you're going to do sales, so the process for the customer. Are you going to increase their experience? Because the new competition will be in the customer experience and not in the product anymore. Yeah, that's, that's the absolute key, isn't it? You, what it's like for customers. Is it hard, do you think, in, in a, a traditional organization like a bank to, to, persuade, to persuade people to think you know, from that point of view rather than from the bank's point of view, maybe? Banks is not capable to understand the customer experience. I know that looks very strong what I'm saying. So what banks has to do, first of all, to engage new leaders, to engage new talent, to engage new skills, otherwise it will be difficult for them to understand the customer experience. Second important point that for me is important to share is, if you're looking what is happening now in banking, that any kind of physical representation in the bank is going to disappear. The experience how you're delivering your product will be part of the customer life. So there is no product anymore, there is experience, and that's why the banks has to focus on delivering experience rather than product. As I say, coming to the end of the day here at Novathon this year, uh, any, any thoughts on next year yet? Yes, you know, last week we already started to think on the next Novathon. We started to think who can be after Wozniak uh, on joining us again, who can give an inspiration. And uh, we already started to think uh, who will be the, where will be the next, uh, next location. Uh, as I was saying be, uh, before, this, is a, this kind of event is on top of our regular job. We don't have dedicated staff that is doing this job. So on the spare time, we already start on thinking on next year events. Maurice, thank you very much indeed for that. At the end of a long day, I think everyone's quite tired now. That was Maurice Lisi, who's head of multi-channel and CRM at Intesa San Paolo. Thanks also to Paul Simak, who we heard from earlier, the chief executive and chairman of CIB Bank, and who's our host here today, and also, of course, to Steve Wozniak. That's it for this episode of the Intesa San Paolo Talks. If you've enjoyed it and want to become a regular listener, then please feel free to subscribe to us using your usual podcast provider. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Intesa San Paolo Talks, presented by Guy Ruddle.